What's up, gentlemen? Before we begin, a friendly reminder that this podcast is not associated with any church, school, or calling body, and nothing we say here is meant to be perceived as the official doctrine, teaching, or theology of any church, school, or calling body. We're a bunch of dudes who love Jesus. We love talking about Jesus, and this is where we air out our thoughts, so don't take it as much more than that. I hope that this is edifying for you. Let's get started with the show. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Christ for Disciples podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Steinberg, son of a canon, father of five sons. Each weekday on the Christ for Disciples podcast, I apply God's word to raising the next generation. Take 10 minutes each weekday to listen to the Christ for Disciples podcast and get direction and gospel power to disciple the youngest generation. Subscribe to the Christ for Disciples podcast by going to ChristForDisciples.com or searching on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and whatever else. ChristForDisciples.com. You are listening to the Gird Up Podcast. This is the place where young men come to learn what it means to be a man after God's own heart. To gird up is an ancient way of preparing oneself for hard work or a battle ahead. And our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers working hard to be the men that God created them to be. So roll up your sleeves, gentlemen, and gird up. It's time to get to work. All right, gentlemen, welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. My name is Charlie Ungamak. I'm the founder and curator of this awesome thing, and I'm really glad that you're with us. Gentlemen, this is the place where young men learn to be the men that God created them to be. Before we get started with the show here today, we're going to talk about, first of all, today we're going to talk about friendships um, and real friendships and having your bros and backing your bros. Um, but before we talk about that, we got a couple things got to make sure you know. First of all, my beard here is sponsored by Big Real General Beard Oils and Supplements to make awesome products. It's pretty much all I use in my beard at this point. Thanks to Nate Hensler for sending me the stuff I need to make sure my beard is like my, gear, my beard game is strong because of Nate. It's awesome. Um, so you can go find your beard oil and supplements at General forward slash, nope, sites.google.com forward slash General. I'll put that link down below in the, whatever it's called, the info down below. Anyway, uh, second thing you need to do is make sure that you get on the Gird Up website. There's four things you're going to do at the Gird Up website. One, you can go buy an awesome t-shirt just like this one or some of the other ones that are there as well. We're hopefully going to get some more t-shirts soon with different designs on them. But if you want one of these t-shirts, man, they're going out the door fast. So make sure you get on that and get those shirts, especially the adult sizes right now. Those donations or so when you buy a t-shirt, all that money goes back to the podcast to make the podcast more successful so we can keep bringing you awesome content. Second thing you can do is go buy us a $5 cup of coffee there. A bunch of you guys have done it. I've said thank you to you. Um, and uh, we need more, though. <laughs> this is real talk. In order to keep the podcast going, you have to pay for a lot of different things. Um, and as a student right now, I'm making a lot of money. So... Um, you guys play a major role in helping me be able to keep the podcast going and move it forward. Um, you can do that by making a $5 
cup of coffee donation. The reason we're calling it a cup of coffee donation is that that's about how much it costs to buy a cup of coffee. And you can do that. You can buy us a cup of coffee here and make it a little easier for us to put the show together for you. We don't obviously charge you for any of the content we're creating. Um, it's our gift to you. But if you feel like giving back, you can certainly do that. Uh, third thing you can do there is... Uh, consider signing up for mentoring. Now, I know mentoring doesn't always seem like something uh, that would be a good use of your money, but think of it this way. Um, most college-aged guys feel like they're not living up to their potential. And one of the biggest reasons for that is that they're not managing their time and their relationships and their finances and things well. Um, what they need isn't you know, like a friend group or whatever. They don't need that kind of upgrade. What they need more than anything else, is somebody to step into their life and help them bring some order to the chaos. Now, I've literally have spent my entire adult life helping guys get it figured out. So organizing their lives, managing their time, uh, managing their relationships, making sure that they're doing the right thing so that when they're done with school, um, they're going to be set up for life. That's what I spent my career teaching doing, and that's what I'm continuing to do here with the podcast as I go through school a second time myself. And I've spent so much stinking time in college now um, that I've got a whole lot of tricks and tools that we can use to move forward. Um, there's a lot of things, too, that guys are afraid to do because they're scared to stack other things on top of you know, school, whether it's whether it's you know leveling up in your relationships, um, whether it's adding on a business or something, some sort of hide, side hustle, whether it's just like spending more time reading books and doing things besides studying. A lot of guys are afraid to do that, um, athletes especially. They're afraid to do that because they're scared that if they start doing more than what they're doing now, they're going to, everything's just going to spin out of control because they're barely holding on by a thread anyway. I can help you with that, okay? Um, contact me all that those links are down below get to the website click mentor me and just tell me what you what you need help with um, I'd be glad to step into your life um, and help you make some meaningful change and do the things that you would love to do fourth thing you're going to do on that website is going to go sign up for the gird up collegiate men's retreat it's the first one we're ever doing it's going to fill up fast so make sure you sign up right away right now go to the website sign up for the collegiate men's retreat if you're a college student Sign up for the Collegiate Men's Retreat. It's going to be November 14th through the 16th at Camp Phillips. So we'll start in the evening of the 14th, finish up early in the morning of the 16th. Uh, most of the heavy lifting is going to be done on 15th, or the fourth, oh boy, 13th, 15th, whatever. Go look it up and go sign up for it. Um, we're going to do some awesome things. We're going to talk a lot about identity and do some vision casting as far as what life is going to look like and how I'm going to get there. Um, it's going to be a, a life-changing event. That's real talk. This is what I wish I had had when I was a college kid. Um, my life would have turned out a lot differently in a lot of good ways. Um, but you say it's a blessing to be here too. I, I just... I wish I had had somebody mentor me the way that we're going to mentor you on on this uh, on this retreat. So go sign up for that retreat right away. Make sure you get your spot. Last thing before we get started here, you got to say thank you to everybody that's supporting the show. I know a lot of you guys are just keeping us in your prayers. A lot of you guys are keeping us on social media too, um, sharing, liking things that we put out on social media. But most importantly, man, just thank you for your prayers. And of course, thank you to those of you who have made donations. Um, but the prayers are the most important thing you can do. Pray for me. That I that I speak with wisdom and, and and honesty. Pray for the bros as they push for um, new lives uh, that are aligned with purpose, right? God's purpose for their lives. And, and pray that the ministry and ministries like this, because there's a whole lot of awesome ministries like this one. I um, hope that the ministries like this around the world are successful. Um, that we're able to usher in a modern era of, of godly masculinity, both in our nation and across the world. That's important to pray for. Let's make sure that we're doing that every single day. 
You guys know that every day I pray for three things, that God surrounds me with men who are absolutely on fire for him, right? Um, that he helps me fulfill my destiny, that he continues to show me my purpose, show me the way I should walk in and give me the courage to walk out my destiny. And every morning I pray for my Ezra Konegda, right? That young lady is the most important person I'm ever going to spend any of my life with. Um, I'm going to spend most of my life with her. So I pray for her every single day, um, even if she's not in my life right now. Right? I still pray for every single day. Those three things are the most important things you can pray for. Um, continue to do that, fellas. Let's pray here, and then we can get started with our show. Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us together again today, and thanks for blessing this podcast and the ministry that we get to do here, and creating a movement across the world um, of men who want to live out their calling as men after your own heart. Lord, specifically here we're talking to young dudes, but this is crossing all borders and all, and all age groups as well. Men across the world are coming on fire for you. Thank you for that. Uh, help me to speak the truth and love here today. Um, help guys do a better job of having friends and close friends and brothers in their lives. In your name we pray. Amen. That's what we're talking about today, backing your bros. Now, if you've been paying attention to my Instagram account, I've been doing this quite a bit. It hasn't even just been bros. It's been a lot of girls, too, um, where I've just been tagging, especially artists or people that I find value in. So, like, books that I've been reading, podcasts I've been listening to, blogs I've been reading, um, accounts that have been really encouraging to me. Or, like, today I I did one. uh, It was all, like, artists. So, artistic people um, that are really talented, that are in my circle or very or have close proximity to my circle who are just doing awesome things photographers artists painters podcasters authors things like that they're doing acts of creation um, that are really really awesome that are bringing value into my life so um, that's one of the easy ways to do that but backing your bros goes way way further than that and actually is going to come back to you um, and it's going to enrich your life as well the reality is that most American guys boys men across the board this is all ages right most American guys have a group that they are friends with, in quotation marks there, like air quotes on if you're on a podcast, Dan. There's a whole, almost all guys in the United States have what they call a group of friends, right? Somebody like a group that they play ball with at the gym, a group that they game with, a group that they, you know, get together with every once in a while to watch a game, you know, that kind of a thing. Guys that they hang out with after work. But very, very few, like a shocking number of guys. Um, even with all those friendships, a shocking number of guys will admit that they have no close friends. That even like the guys that they get together with all the time, the bros that they roll with, they don't have any close friendships uh, that go beyond that. So you don't have anything more than a surface level friendship. Like if they left the job that they're in now and went to a new job, you wouldn't be bros anymore. Right. Um, If they moved out of town, you wouldn't be bros anymore. Like they don't have second level, third level friendships. They're just surface level friendships all the time. It's a shocking number. And the reality is there's a lot of guys, too, who think that they have that, but they don't really. If they really step back and examine their lives they recognize they don't have as tight of friendships as they think they do. So this really is an astonishingly large number. The fact that um, most men admit that they don't have these close relationships. And then there's a whole lot of men that think they do, but don't really. This is a huge huge problem. Um, as Thoreau said, most men live lives of quiet desperation. This is one of the most important details in the um, in the reality of the fact that me- most men are lonely <laughs> and tired and a little bit scared of the future because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know where they're going. They feel lost and don't have anybody to guide the way. And they are alone. They're alone. But you, as a bro, don't need to be alone. You don't. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, when I, when I talk about friends, I talk about three circles of friendship. You've got 
the guys, right? Just the guys in general. The, I refer to them as the bros, right? Just the guys in general. They're out there. I know them. You know, they, they're they around. When I see them, I talk to them. Um, every once in a while, I like a picture they post on Instagram. You know, whatever it is. Like, they're around and I know them. Some of them I even, like, message them fairly often. But it's all surface level. There's not, like, any deep conversation happening here, right? Some of the guys I trained with at, at a gym I was at before, but I'm not there anymore. I don't see them all the time, right? Some of the guys I played ball with um, who are... Like we don't really talk at all, but when we see each other, we shake hands, talk about the old days, that kind of thing, right? The guys I'll watch a game, like the guys I watch the Bucks games with during the during the finals here. There's a group of guys who are in Minnesota. We have something in common. We enjoy spending, but we're not like super tight. We're not you know broskies or whatever. They're just around. They're the guys, right? And that's where most men are. Is there's just a bunch of guys around, if if even a bunch. Sometimes it's less than a bunch. What we're talking about today is close friendships and intimate friendships. And those are the ones that are going to add value to your life. Those are the ones that are super important that you need to dive into and dig into. Okay. So first, let's talk about close friendships. Close friendships um, are like the 10 to 15 guys that you can keep up with and talk to and, and be involved with all the time, right, et cetera. So uh, those are like I've got a couple of guys that I'm not super tight with, but we do like a book club. Um, and a couple of those guys, like I, I, we wouldn't, we don't talk much outside of that and that's okay. Like we're not trying to be more invested in that. We kind of have an understanding there. Um, but we also do appreciate what, what each other are doing and who each other are. We're never going to be super tight, but we, we take value from each other, right? A couple of guys that I, I'm Instagram messaging with almost every single day who are, um, like they're good dudes who I know from my past. Um, we don't necessarily see them all the time, but they're around. There's also a bunch of guys from the college. Like I have classes with them. We hang out. Um, they come over to the house sometimes. We, they don't. They don't have like my spare key or anything, right? But they they're around and they're here and we talk and we're good dudes. Like they're good dudes and they're bros. Those are close friendships. There can be ten to fifteen guys. Um, and frankly, you guys know most of my ten to fifteen bros if you watch the broadcast because. They're close to me, they're tight, they're in my circles, and, and we roll with it, right? Um, and those guys are important because those are the guys that are going to see you every single day. Those are the guys that are going to build you up every single day. Um, and those are the guys that um, are going to kind of come in and out of your most inner circle throughout your life because not all friendships stay the same over time. No friendship is going to stay over the, over the same over time. There's going to be phases of life where one person becomes closer and drifts farther away and maybe even comes back after a while, so on and so forth, right? I've got a bunch of guys that I was super tight with in college. Um, I, I, some of them even live in different countries now and we keep up. Like I know what's going on in their lives. I know when they got girlfriends, like I know when cool things happen, but we're not talking every single day. Those are close friends who I keep up with all the time. And then I also have a group of intimate friends. I call this my basketball team, right? They're my squad, the dudes that I do life with every day. Now, some of them, again, don't live in town here with me, but like my buddy, Nick, he lives literally at the top of the hill. I see him almost every day. If we go more than two or three days without seeing each other, we do something about it. And we have real talk when we're together. Yeah, we give each other a lot of crap. Um, but we're always reading a book. We're watching you know, a TV series. We're doing something together that we do together. We literally have what we call bro bottle. Um, so it's a bottle of whiskey at my house and a bottle of whiskey at his house that we only ever drink when we're with each other. And sometimes other dudes too, but it's the bro bottle. It's the bro, it's the bottle that's reserved for when the bros are here, like the tight, the, my dogs. When they're around, then we drink it, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm the only one that drinks it, so on and so forth. But like, you know what I mean? Um, like it's the bro bottle. This is for when my dogs are here. 
I love that, right? I got another buddy who's in a different country, uh, but we intentionally FaceTime with regularity. And I didn't do a good job of that for a while, but we're getting back on it. We FaceTime with regularity. We check up on each other. He's one of the bros that um, has um, my covenant eyes. So like, he gets updates from my computer every day, and he checks in with me. He'll shoot me an email like, yep, didn't see any history from today. Did you really get off your phone all day? Or, you know, whatever. And he can check in with me. Um, and, and we have intimate conversations about how his marriage is going, how his, uh, how he's doing with his kids, you know, how his, how his work is going, you know, all the different people, like there's no part of his soul, um, that's hidden from him. And there's no part of my soul that's, that's hidden from him either. And that that's true with both of those bros. You got a couple of young guys too, that are more of like a mentoring role, but they also work on me and they get to be a part of that circle. Um, I've had a few roommates in the past that I would have put in the intimate friends circle, uh, but now that we don't live together anymore, we're just naturally drifting apart a little bit because that's the way life goes, right? And they've drifted back into the close friends, and they're going to stay in the close friends, but they're not in that intimate friendship zone anymore, right? So we got to recognize that there are these zones or circles of friends or whatever they might be, and we need to make sure that we're actively like working on um, working on maintaining those relationships. So maybe this is a better way to frame it. Um, close friends, like the close guys, are the guys that you're going to invite to a party and they're going to show up, right? Um, so those are like um, you know, your, your kids having a, a birthday party. You invite them, they show up. Um, you, uh, you're having an anniversary party. You invite these guys, you know they're going to show, right? You go on a family vacation um, and you, you, know, you six, seven, eight families get together somewhere. These are those dudes, um, these are the close friends. It's like 10, maybe 15, maybe 20 guys that are like, if you're really extroverted, you can get up to like 20 guys probably. Um, but there's those guys who you maintain good relationships with all the time. You keep up with them, but they're also not like up in your marriage or anything like that either. Okay. And then your intimate friends are the friends who are the ones who like, they come and watch your kids when your wife's in the hospital, right? They got a spare key to your house that just keep on their keychain. You know, like if you if something happened and you had to get picked up from jail at 3 a.m., like these are the bros that are kind of come get you um, and, and help life. And, and by the way, you don't always have to do something wrong to end up in jail at 3 a.m. So you still need to have those relationships where the bro can come pick you up there and you have to have the kind of relationship where he can call, where you can call and he's going to answer. Within reason, right? He's got to get asleep too. Um, but those are the tight relationships that you have. Like when crap hits the fan and everything's going wrong, these are the dudes that I call. That's are my, those are my intimate friendships. Maybe even think of it as like the guys that will stand up with you in your wedding. Do you have to strain your mind to decide who would stand up with you in your wedding? I hope not. And if you already are married, like think about that. Where there's a couple of guys in there where you're just like, yeah, I mean, we needed. She had more friends than I did, so we just kind of had to get somebody in there. That shouldn't be the case. That shouldn't. That's not the way guys are meant to live. You should have four or five guys who you are so tight with that you literally do life with all the time. When I first moved up back up here to New Alm, like obviously that's a struggle. So it was really only like two, maybe three guys for six months or so while I developed more relationships around here. And now those guys have filled that in. And my circle of 10 is almost all guys who are actively with me during the school year here and around the New Alm area. And then there's a couple of others who get to speak into my life too. Um, so you have to be able to maintain those friendships and you have to build those friendships and those are not going to happen on accident. You have to be super intentional about that. Um, and the reason this is so important is that if you try and do anything alone, whether it's marriage, whether it's um, building a life, whether it's building a business, whether it's just your spiritual life, you can't do these things alone. 
You're going to get lost along the way if you try and do them alone. And when you get lost, everybody in your life suffers, and you are going to suffer more than anybody else, and you're probably going to lose your faith. That's just real talk. So you need those guys around you who are going to lead you and guide you, call you out when you need to be called out, but mostly just be an encouragement to you and show up for you just like you show up for them. And if we don't have that, that's why, like I said, Thoreau said, many men leave lives of, of quiet desperation, the vast majority of men lead lives of quiet desperation. Um, somebody, somebody once pointed out to me that uh, we were on a field trip to a swimming pool, um, and they were explaining what they look, like, what they look at for li- as lifeguards. They're explaining what they look at. Um, when you see a kid like doggy paddling around, sometimes it can look like they're drowning, but based on their demeanor, you know that they're okay, right? What you should be watching for as, as an adult looking over kids who are swimming is either the kids that are like flailing uncontrollably and splashing like crazy and, and making all kinds of fuss or the kids who are just calmly sinking, like sinking to the ground and not coming up. And that's the same is true for men. Right. Um, You can tell who around us is really struggling because some guys are going to like raise a fuss when they're struggling. Like when they're sinking and they don't have bros around them and they're drowning and they're lost, they're going to start raising a fuss. They're going to drink too much. They're going to start doing dumb things. They're going to wreck the relationships, maybe even wreck a car. They're going to spend too much money. They're going to start doing crazy things they've never done before. Those are the guys who are in crisis who need to be loved, right? And some of you dudes are doing that right now. You're going and chilling with girls you shouldn't be chilling with. You're spending too much money. You're quitting on your dreams. You're like you're doing all kinds of dumb stuff, and you know it, and you're like, eh, I'm just trying to find myself. No, what you're trying to find is purpose, and that purpose is going to be united with your faith, and you're not going to find that without your bros. Okay? Um, it goes to on the other end, too. When you have guys who just kind of disappear into a shell of what they once were, right? Like guys who just kind of disappear into video games and stop communicating with everybody else. Guys who just spend time on their phone all the time. And I'm not talking about communicating with you know business partners or, or even communicating with your bros online or anything. I'm not talking about that at all. And there's also a place for video games. I don't play video games, but there's a place for that, right, for some guys. I'm talking about the dudes who just like back off. Um, and they just like the think about the guy sitting at the end of the bar who just drinks too much every night but never really makes any noise. He's just drowning, right? The guys who kind of quit trying in their career and just start smoking weed and you know whatever. The guys who who get the girl and get married and then there's just nothing exciting happens. That's kind of where life ends. Nothing happens after that. Um, the guys who are you know they they. They show up in a minivan at the soccer game and just kind of sit there and don't talk to anybody and they're just like quietly drowning. That's a cry for help. Both of those are, right? And you need to be able to recognize that in yourself because you're not necessarily always going to rationally say like, hey, oh man, I'm in crisis and I need my brothers right now. But if you can recognize the signs, you're going to see that in yourself and you're going to go, whoa, I don't like that I'm doing that. Now I need to reconnect with my bros. Um, and you and your bros, if you have them, if you have that close circle of friends and then that intimate circle of friends, they're going to see what's going on. And they're going to call you out on A few weeks ago, uh, one of my buddies was showing up consistently late for morning basketball. And I just went to him one morning and said, hey, dude, you're not showing up like you're supposed to. Like you're letting, you're, you're, you're not being accountable. And this isn't a big deal. Like it's not a big deal to show up 15 minutes late for basketball or to show up or not show up for morning basketball. It's a pickup game, right? But what it does do is it shows in my heart, man, I'm not humble enough. 
right now. I'm not concerned with the other ten dudes that are showing or the other nine dudes that are showing up um, to play ball. I don't I don't have enough regard for them to get my butt out of bed and be there. And you can be like, well, yeah, my alarm didn't go off. So what? You show up for your bros. If you didn't show up one time, that's one thing. If you didn't show up twice, now you got a problem. You got a pattern that's developing. You got to deal with that. And, and to their credit, I've been late a few times. They call me out too. First thing happens in the door, they goes finally, and it sometimes makes me a little mad. I give them the glare, but the reality is, I need that accountability too. I need somebody to look at me and say, "You, you didn't show up, and now we can't play ball on time." Right? That's accountability. And it keeps me from spiraling because I have accountability with my brothers. I wouldn't have that if I didn't have close friendships. Okay, So here's what you need to do to develop these friendships. Because I wouldn't leave you here just having a commentary on it without giving you tools for success moving forward. And this, these are the things that I do. I'm not perfect at it. Uh, but you can ask the dudes in my circle. I do this actively every single day. Okay, It even annoys some of them, and I love it so much. Here's the three things you're going to do to make sure you've got um, a good circle of friends. This is your starting place, I guess, to make sure you've got the circle of friends that you need, both close friends and the intimate friendships. First, you need to be intentional, intentional about communication. Right? I was talking a little bit about one of my buddies who lives out of the country who I FaceTime with every single week, and if we miss one, so we, we, went, we went almost a year without doing it, and it hurt my heart. So now we're back at it, um, but we FaceTime every single week. We make time for each other because we're important to each other, and we have these level three conversations where they're going like, yep, what's going on in your heart? What's going on in your mind? Um, how's your marriage? How's your, you know, how are your relationships? How's your job? All that kind of stuff, and we're talking about it. We're even like sharing um, best practices with each other. This is how I got over that. This is how, or, you know, like where can I help you? How can I pray for you? All that kind of stuff. Right? Be intentional about it. And if it doesn't work out, keep on trying. Keep on trying. And if you realize you're losing touch with somebody you find really valuable, try. Reach out. Get back in touch with them. Right? The guys that are right here in town, man, it's as simple as like, yo, I need to spend time with you. Let's get together and you know, watch a TV show. Really what we do is we get together and talk. Right? Um, or, or it's like, uh, hey, I'm, I have bonfires here all the time. And the dudes all come over, and it gives me an opportunity to have those conversations with guys in an organic way. Like, it doesn't have to be weird, okay? But I also, a lot of times, will just ask guys out for coffee. I'm a huge coffee drinker. I love coffee houses. Um, and there's a coffee shop in town here where I know the owner, and I know the owner's kids. So I like to, I like to bring, them in, bring them in some business. And so I invite guys out to go get coffee with me, especially in that group of 10. Like, you don't keep up with each other very well. Like, the, the, uh, the, the, the close friends, not the intimate friends. It's, it's sometimes just, hey, I'm going to take an hour and I'm going to sit down with you and we're going to talk about things. It doesn't have to be some weird like quiz, you know, how's your life, man? Tell me about your deepest secrets. Just like, hey, man, this is what I'm thinking about. This is what I'm dreaming about. What you got going on? How's your relationship? Whatever. Just have the conversations, but you have to be intentional about it. You can't just wait for it to happen or wait for somebody else to, to step up and make the first move. You have to be intentional about that. Second thing you're going to do is use social media as a tool. Man, what an awesome blessing social media is. You can keep a conversation going just by shooting a meme over there. 
and you're in constant communication, and when the time comes to have the real talk, the real conversation, you already have a dialogue going. You already have things you can talk about. You already have things that are going on between you so that when those conversations come, when it is time to step in and be like, yep, I need to talk to this dude, um, and we haven't talked for a while, it's, it's not, you still, you're, you're vibing with each other because you stayed in communication. What a cool way to do that, man. And frankly, memes are fun. <laughs> just send them a meme, send them a gif, send them a, a reel, you know, whatever it is. Hey, I saw this, I thought about you. Send it over there. And you don't have to say, I thought of you. The fact that you sent it to him tells him that you thought of him, right? And now don't make that your only level of communication, but you can use that as a tool to stay linked in with your bros because I know you're on social media. So use social media as a tool instead of letting social media use you. Third thing you got to do is always be tending your flock. And here's what I mean by that. You got to manage the guys who get access to your life. You have to, I'm going to say that again, you have to manage the guys who get access to your life, okay? You always need to be adding new guys to your close circles, right? You always need to be branching out and reaching out. One of my favorite things about um, meeting a new dude or even like dating a girl is you get to meet all the people that they are with and around and who would get access to their life. And you're not like stealing friendships or anything. I'm not saying that, but you get connected. Like you already have somebody that you that you have a similar mindset to. Um, somebody I was talking to recently was talking calling it uh, like mindsetedness because we're not like like in mind. We don't always think the same thing all the time. That's actually what gives each other value. But we are like mindsetted. We're heading in the same direction. And now I've got another dude who is like mindsetted with me who has surrounded himself with like mindsetted people and those people start to provide me value. And some of my some of my favorite like dudes that are in the close friends circle started out as friends of friends. And now they're starting to become my friends because they've added value on in my life and I've been able to add value on in theirs. Like we see the value in each other and that's a cool piece of what's going on. So you're always working on expanding your circle. The other thing is when guys reach out to me on social media and just be like, hey, thanks for what you're doing. Or when I get a follow, I'll just shoot them a message and be like, hey, man, thanks for following me. Let me know how I can be a service to you. Like, let me know how I can serve you. And almost every single time they'll reach out back to me. Or if I just fangirl on somebody, I'm like, hey, dude, I read your book. It's amazing. It's awesome. It's great. Yes, I'm probably leaning into hopefully asking him to be on the podcast someday. But I'm also just genuinely giving them praise and telling them they've, they've been a value add to my life. Dude, and almost every single time they respond, and now we have a dialogue going and a relationship with each other we can talk. Like, that's what happened with Mike Yarbrough. Like, we're not friends. I wouldn't say that. Like, I'm not going to go down to South Carolina or North Carolina and go stay at his house or something unless he invites me. That'd be dope. <laughs> but what he's a value add to my life because he has a podcast that he puts out that I find great value in. He has a product that I can endorse because I love the company. Like It's a super cool company. They make dope rings. It's a super cool company, and it's run by Christians who I know what they're doing with their money. And he's come on this show multiple times and had a value add to all you guys that listen to the podcast. And he's written a book that I really enjoy. So it's not like I'm getting Christmas cards from him or anything like that, and I'm not sending him Christmas cards either, frankly. Maybe I should. I probably should. I will. This year, I'll send you a Christmas card. But the like he's he's a value add to my life, and that all started because one day he posted on social media who wants to be on a podcast, and I was like, I need to connect with more podcasters. I want to go be on his podcast. He actually ended up being on my podcast, and he's been a huge value add to my listeners and me. 
and just in general in my life and helped me grow my social media platform just by existing. He's been a, a bro like in, in so many ways just by existing and being humble and being kind to me, right? You can do that too with other people. I'm actively trying to do it with other people. Reach out to me. I will reach out back to you, okay? But you got to use that as a tool. That you got to use that social media as a tool, and you got to actively be trying to add people to your circle. And that's the thing about adding people to your circle is you're also people are going to start to disappear from your circle too. Now this is a tough conversation to have, and 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 a lot of people sometimes even take offense at this. But if you're really managing your friends, there's going to be people that you start to cut out of your life. Now for some that might be a dramatic like I'm done texting this dude back, I'm done calling him, he doesn't get access to my life anymore. But most of the time it's just going to be like, yep, he's turning into a, a value suck instead of a value add in my life and I'm not going to waste my broadband on him if you will, like my mental and emotional broadband. I'm not going to waste it on him anymore. Um, so instead I'm going to put my time into other people. And that like real talk, that's the best thing that you can do for you. And it's probably going to be a good thing for him too because one of two things is going to happen. Either he's going to recognize that you're drifting away from him and he's going to start wondering why or even ask why. Hey, well, how come we're not hanging out? And you can have that conversation of like, look, man, we're just not heading in the same direction anymore. Like we used to be bros because you and I were blah, blah, blah. But this isn't the case anymore. Or he's going to get set adrift. And I know this sounds bad, but he's going to get set adrift. And he's going to have a crisis moment where he looks around and he realizes, I've lost my good bros. I need to do something different and get them back. And it's going to hurt. But it's going to change his life, hopefully, and bring him back to God and back to you. Okay, Because if he's not being a value add in your life, it's because he's losing connection with his bros and with his Savior. Okay, You have to let some dudes go. And there's a fair number of guys in my life where I just have stopped pursuing them. And because I stopped pursuing them, the relationship kind of started to dissolve because um, they weren't pursuing me back, if that makes sense. Like, my bros, if I don't reach out to them, they're going to reach out to me after a while. If they're not reaching out to me, um, and this isn't, I'm not telling you to put your relationships to the test. I'm saying look at the relationships that are proving to be a suck for you. Like they're sucking the life out of you. They're sucking the joy out of you. They're they're making it a challenge. Every time you talk, they like you feel worse after you talk than you did before you talk. Like that kind of thing. You don't have to keep reaching out to them, right? Do your best to serve them, and then once they no longer are like, once they're bringing you down instead of building you up, it's okay that they start to drift away. And it doesn't have to be a dramatic thing. And they might even come back after a while. Like, they might shoot you a message after a while and be like, yo, man, um, notice we haven't been hanging out. Why haven't we been hanging out? How come we haven't talked for a while? And you explain, and then they go, oh, man, I see what you're saying, and they earn their way back in. Okay? But you also need to recognize that some dudes just need to be eliminated from your life. And there's a warning that, right? There's a warning there, too, of if you are trying to be around real dudes and the real dudes want nothing to do with you, it should be a wake-up call for you. Either you're chasing the wrong dudes and trying to have relationships with the wrong dudes, or you're not a value add in their lives. And that's not like a get depressed and sad thing. Like, start reading some books. Start getting into something. Like, start working out. <laughs> start whatever it is that that, that uh, is going to be a value add to them. Like, nobody's going to want to be your workout buddy if you're not kicking butt and working hard. 
and, and have a, a knowledge base that you can add to somebody else's life. Nobody wants to work out with you then if you're a suck, right? So go get like start watching videos, start getting in shape, start watching your diet, start working out every day, be intense about it, and people are going to be naturally drawn to you. Um, another one would be like uh, you're a musician and, and you're trying to get in with the crowd that's doing really cool music and they just aren't letting you in. Well, it's because you're not on their level, man. Get on their level. And don't get on their level to impress them. Get on their level because you have something to offer. Find a way to offer it so that it's attractive to other people. And I'm not saying you should chase down friendships. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying the dudes that are around you that you know would be an, a value add, if you can add value to their life, they're going to be attracted to you. They're going to pursue you because they want a value add. So if the guys who you really, really, really want to pour into you don't find value in you, do work. Do work. And, and particularly do work with your Heavenly Father. Get closer to Jesus. Let him be your guide. And you're going to recognize who you should be pursuing as a friend and how you should be pursuing them. I know I give you a lot of information, guys. It's a little bit longer than I expected. But you all rock. I love you. Keep me in your prayers. I'm going to keep praying for you. Go be the men of God crazy to be. We'll talk to you next time. On behalf of all those involved in producing, recording, and publishing this episode, thank you for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. We hope it helps you along your journey to be a man after God's own heart. Be sure to check out the Gird Up channel on YouTube. There you will find many podcast episodes just like this one, but you will also find exclusive video content geared at helping you be the man that God created you to be by introducing you to other godly men, teaching you how to behave, study, dress, act, eat, and live like a man of God, and you'll find devotions to help you grow in faith. Please consider supporting Gird Up Ministries by donating on Patreon, shopping in the online store at girdupministries.com, or by making a $5 cup of coffee donation at girdupministries.com. Those donations help us make more great content just like this for young men just like you. Make sure that you like, follow, friend, and subscribe to Gird Up and our guests on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Those links are in the description. And as always, we'll be praying for you on your journey. Blessings, men. Time to gird up and go be the man that God created you to be.